All right, we're live. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. It is Brett Summers. Today, we're on the Top Line Entrepreneur. It is Tuesday. My name's Nick. Tuesday. It's Tuesday. I'm it's Jeff. Tuesday. What's it's Tuesday. On, it's actually Friday. We're shooting this, but you guys are seeing it on Tuesday. <laughs> Met these gentlemen through social media. Like I've been meeting a lot of different people through social media, which is how you're supposed to use it to mm -hmm. be social, which some people don't. So I got a chance to go back and forth with this character a few times, and then his buddy. Uh, a few times back and forth too and his name is Nick and then we got Jeff over here these guys are entrepreneurs from the good old town of Milwaukee and they're just starting off today we're gonna go back and forth with some questions I have for them as new entrepreneurs and get some of their thought process and I think they'll probably ping me back with a few questions too so again this show is just out there to help any entrepreneur out you may have been in the game for a long time or you may just be getting into it but either way we want to offer as much value as we possibly can we want to give you it all for free, and we want to do it in a clear and concise way so that we can get 60-second videos out of it, too, for other social media platforms. So thank you guys for tuning in if you're listening to the podcast or if you're checking it out on YouTube. So let's dive into it, fellas. Give them a little brief background. If they've been watching, hopefully they know who I am. Um, we'll get you guys, and I'll talk a little bit about myself later for your listeners. Awesome. Yeah, I mean, uh, Je uh, Jeff and I, have, uh, we met in college. Uh, we went to UW-Milwaukee. We were going for engineering, and uh, we actually started up a clothing line during school. And Tough business to start up, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was uh, a lot of learning, that's for sure. And, uh, you know, through the process, we, you know, we learned a lot. Um, we learned what we didn't want to do, which was the clothing side of things. Um, and we really spun that off into a digital marketing agency where we're helping out local businesses um, acquire clients and employees through digital marketing. I like it. Now, why, why did you guys, so here, a couple questions just off of that alone. Why did you guys go with the, the clothing business? We already touched on it a little bit before we got on here, but why did you guys choose that one? Uh, definitely. Uh, so originally, I just knew I wanted to be an entrepreneur. I uh, met Jeff in class. He also wanted to be an entrepreneur. And... One of my cousins back in high school uh, bought a screen printer and he was uh, printing class t-shirts um, for his <laughs> class and he actually made a decent amount of money doing that. Um, so once I heard Jeff wanted to start a business, I was like, well, let's not wait till we're out of college. Like, let's jump on it now. Yeah. Um, screen printing seems pretty uh, plausible. So let's jump on that and uh, just print stuff for people around campus and, you know, friends and family. And you guys were what year in college when you started to get that itch? It was our junior, How did you get the entrepreneurial itch? I had the entrepreneurial itch since I was like four years so old. So you've my always parents, had... my parents were both entrepreneurs. What did you sell when you were a kid? You had to sell. Was it? Did you sell? I, I didn't sell really anything. I just saw the grit of like going into it. Okay. And I just saw like my parents like my parents are a little bit older in the spectrum. So my parents didn't have me till they were like forty. My dad was about forty. My mom was about thirty-five. Okay. So they're about a little. They're That's a little still bit young. Older. That's my game plan. Right. You know. That's so not old. So, but when I was when I was, was was younger, we lived in like a smaller place, and my parents were just like, you know, my dad would go to work at like 4 a.m. My mom would stay back with me, you know, get me ready for school and everything, and then she would go to work at like 11 or 12. But then she would work till like eight or nine at night, right. you know, and then they would just repeat that process. So I saw like the grit go into it as a kid, and I like I grew up around that. Like I remember being in my like crib literally as a kid, like listening to them like talk about like the business and like things that are going well, things that they're working on right now, internal, external problems, all that kind of stuff. So I saw like the grit that went into it when I was a kid to like build, but then like later in life, you know, when I got to the ages of like 15, 16, 17, moved into like a nicer place. Yeah. And then it was one of those things where it's like, you know, my family was fortunate. We were never like crazy pressed for money. And I realized right. that was because like 
they put in the work in the front end to get that out later in life. Like, so I, I was able to see that whole process. So it's like, right. I'm willing, and I met Nick, another human being that's willing to put in a massive amount of work right now in order to you know live the life you want to live later and just have impact you know right so that's like what really got me into it and i think nick's story is a little bit different on how he kind of discovered it yeah, yeah it's a little bit different yeah yeah definitely a little not bit different. as not as smooth of a story no no actually you know it really just came down to my first job uh i got a job at a farm i was picking corn uh would have been 16. 16. yep so you know getting up really early picking corn um the farmer was not, you know, he was not the brightest guy, but he was actually kind of crushing it. And just like looking across like how he was living his life compared to some of my friends' parents who were, you know, you know, like engineers, very high level engineers to where they actually own parts of the company. Okay. You know, this farmer was actually making, you know, way more money and he was not nearly as smart as some of these individuals. And that was just eye opening to me. And it really just like kept me thinking about you know why why is this guy doing so much better than you know uh, these people with these really high degrees? And it really just came down to because he owns the business and you know he was putting in all the work for himself. And you saw that, and it just kind of was like. And I was like, you saw the whole back. Yeah, end I saw the, the whole work. back. End. And yeah. that he wasn't a genius. Yeah. Which I think is important for everybody out there. You don't have to be. I forgot we got multiple cameras. I don't even know which one to look <laughs> yeah. at. You don't have to be a genius. To be an entrepreneur, to be honest, I'm living proof of that because I'm not a genius. But I understand the system, and I just have to understand the game a little bit. And then you have to be able to show up. You have to commit to showing up. And like you just said, you met another guy who was ready to, to work and put in the work. And I think that's what you really have to do. And then you learn along the way. Yeah, well, that's like you guys did with your T-shirt. Absolutely, business. So and, what, and what that, lessons did you get? And out that's of that? exactly what I was. I was going to kind of spin them, spin that into a couple different things. Number one, for the T-shirts, I guess is just like you just got to start somewhere. Like you just have to start somewhere. And it, like, yeah, Nick and I aren't printing T-shirts, nor are we even selling clothing anymore. But the reality is, is that like that was the starting ground into transforming it. Because it's always gonna be an evolutionary process. It's not gonna be like you just start something and all of a sudden like, if you start something and you end up doing that the rest of your life, that's amazing and potentially you got a little bit lucky. But at the same time, it's like, you gotta be willing to try some stuff to start to like learn and evolve and take what you like and you know, to disregard what you don't like and be able to just move forward, you know? And that's just been the big thing for us. It's just like- Is that a 60 second clip? Try it. That's a like, 60 second. That's a 60 like, try second. it, right? Yeah. You just have to start somewhere. You just There's gotta start. a 60 100%. second shot. You just gotta start. And that's like what I was actually gonna ask you is like, dude, you started, if I'm not mistaken, you started your gym in 2008. That was literally like the worst economy that yeah. we've seen. Yeah, Like true. anybody Absolutely. in this room has seen, right? Mm -hmm. So like, tell me like, what was that like? I mean, it was, uh, it was the year before that my family kind of had like a big kind of disruption. One person left the whole family, had a whole nother family. We didn't know, you know, we didn't understand, didn't know about it. So that was kind of hit and then that hit and then the economy hit yeah. and then the bankruptcy and the foreclosure sure. yeah. and you hit and you feel that effect. Now you have two options at that point. You can either bellyache and complain and blame the system and the banks and this, that and the other, or you can see that other people are still successful and you live in America yeah. and you can go do something about it. So I was still in college at the time, I was a college athlete. I'm like, let's pull the trigger, let's do this thing, let's start a business. I loved it, I mean, I, I was in the fitness, I would love fitness. Mm -hmm. I'm like, it's, you know, I think everybody in fitness thinks I'm gonna be a personal trainer. So I'm like, let's do it. I'll ball out, I'm 100 an hour, 200, I was like, let's do it. So we, you know, we took action on me and a few roommates and we got it off the ground. But yeah, I mean, that was the worst economic period in history, so kind of, a bold strategy. Pretty bold. No money, like zero, like family did not have any money. 
you know, we just lost our house. We moved, yeah. moved into an apartment after 20 something, you know, 21 years of having a house. So it was a big shift. It was like, it was hard. It was tough, but yeah. you know, like you said, you have to get started. You have to do something. You can bellyache and complain all you want. Sit around and say, I'll wait three years to start a business or I can just start making traction. Right yeah. Now. I mean, if you're really an entrepreneur, I feel like, and I could be wrong. I feel like if you're really an entrepreneur, you're going to do it. You're going to figure it out. Nick always says too, one of my favorite things he always says, the only failure is quitting, literally. Which yeah. it is, because it's like through yeah. and through, it's like, you either give up or learn. Yeah, know? exactly. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, that's, what, that's what I think is funny, is like people say, did you fail? It's not real, failing is when you just quit. If you quit, right. you failed. But if you exactly something right. didn't go right and you're still alive and you're still rolling, how is that failure? How, how did you lose? That's evolution. That's, failure, that's what it's about. Right? It's like pain, then you, you reflect on it, you make progress, it is what Absolutely. it is. So I like that. Do you guys have any other stories from what you got starting your entrepreneurial journey that some things were like one of the biggest problems yeah, or setbacks you I, had? I will, I will say biggest like mistakes my, you made. my mentality, right? So my thought, and this is like a, was a, was a gap in my thought process. And how old are you now if you don't mind uh, I just turned 26. Okay, so you're 26 and Nick, yep, you're 25. So you guys are both, I would consider you, you're rookies. Like, you know, I consider Super myself. Rookie. Sure, sure. Super rookie. Yeah, Love it. But that's yeah. the best part. Absolutely. Because you could screw up for like five more years and you're still straight. Dude, we sat right. down with an interview yeah. one time with this 14-year-old kid who started an entrepreneurship. I'm like, dude, you can do nothing right for 16 years and be 30. And still be good. You know what I mean? And still and be the, good. Yeah. So like, but like back to your like question, like my thought process was like, okay, I see entrepreneurs, I see they're successful. I knew you had to put in work to get there, but I, you know, I obviously underestimated the amount of work. Did right? you? Because, well, I, did, I, I would say, yeah, and honestly, I definitely did because what I, I originally thought was like, okay, only so many people take the risk to start a business. Right. And so when Nick and I were starting this clothing line, I had this mentality and I look back at myself and laugh. I'm like, I don't know why I had this mentality, but I'm like, all we need to do is build a brand and make it visible and it will sell. Yeah. Huh, that's so funny, Jeff, <laughs> like looking back on myself, like that's not how it works. Like. Just because you build something doesn't mean people are gonna buy it, you know? Right. And I learned that like seriously the hard way because and what Nick and I learned in this clothing business is like the people that did buy from us were our really, really good friends or the people that Nick had met on our on a live stream and built like a really deep connection with, you know? So yeah. you learn yeah. that like just because you have a product See? and service Dude, hustling. doesn't mean that people are just gonna buy it. You right. know, just because you open a gym doesn't mean the whole co company, your whole market's coming to you. Right. You know, you got to go out and earn. Right. You know, just because you go on Instagram, you switch that drop down. Now it gives you guys the option. What are you? You know, people pick entrepreneur. Yep. Uh, yep. Public figure is the best one. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but when you when you make that switch, you don't automatically all of a sudden start stacking paper. Exactly. Exactly. So that was one of your big things you underestimated was just the sheer amount of hard work. What about you? Yeah, I mean, honestly, I think the biggest gap jumping into it was just sales in general and the sales, sales cycle. You know? Okay. That was, uh, you know, I, I never really knew that there's it's kind of a science and a process to it. And none of, none of my other positions really uh, positioned me for that. Um, even doing the clothing line, you know, that, that it wasn't direct person-to-person -person sales, but now that we're doing more of a B2B business, mm -hmm. um, you know, you have to get, you know, at first it's a process to get in right of the front, uh, in right of the decision maker. Yep. And then it's even the process to get that decision maker to, you know, even accept having a meeting with you and giving you their time. Because you got to sell. Yeah. You got to sell to get the, you got to sell. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. So it's like you have to even sell to give yourself the opportunity to sell. To get in front more. of the right people too. Right. And I think that that's like the big thing when you first start off is if you don't understand your numbers, like you guys are doing the clothing business, you guys are probably thinking about selling to the consumer, correct? Mm -hmm. yep. 
So you weren't even thinking of the only real way to scale one of those businesses. Yeah, you could do that and people do that is to start selling big accounts. Right. Start wholesaling. Kind you know of what I mean? You know. Like you could have you could have been going around and doing each gym. Like, for instance, we, we sell apparel. Let's say someone came in here and said, hey, we'll do all your designs and we'll print you and we'll brand you guys. You just have three tiers of pricing. You can either do like a lower and here's 1500 or 2500 or 10,000, whatever it would be, mm -hmm. depending on the size of that business. Right. Now you're selling in bulk to that business, creating a brand, be like, we'll do it, come and do it quarterly. So right. let's say you did that four times a year, yeah. but let's say you did that with 3000 gyms across right. the country. That's how you scale. Because you can scale, it's scalable sure. at that Super. point. But when you're first starting in sales, you're thinking of, I can sell a $3 white t-shirt, $2.50 t-shirt with a print on it exactly. for $19.99, I'll make this amount. 100%. When really you should have been like, well, if my margin is this, I could do it in that. And I don't think people understand the sales game because I didn't at first, right. but that's where I got it good really quick. And that's why I think I'm still in business is because I understood the numbers. For sure. And I don't think a lot of dude, people respect I, I, the numbers. Dude, 100%, dude. Could not stress that enough. You, you, we talk about that agree. all the time. I think that's where our, our the engineering background has played out. Like Nick and I are not engineers, nor do I hope we ever are engineers right. again. But at the same time, it's like having that numbers-based background. It's just like they don't lie. Like you can make the numbers like, yeah, you can forge them to look what you want. But if you truly understand what's working and what's not on a numerical basis, right. you're gonna win. No, let me let me disagree with you. You are an engineer. Yeah. Because you yeah. have to reverse engineer yeah. your numbers. Love it. You're so right. you have to you you have to engineer the whole system of the business because I always feel like if you can't draw it you can't build it yeah. right so you need to be able to draw out the numbers that and targets and metrics that you want to hit and if you can draw them out now you'll be able to see how that plays out in reverse beautifully said going backwards beautifully said going yeah, backwards hundred percent so I think that that's the big mistake and I've I, you know I made it initially too until I understood the sales system and I'm like okay instead of looking at this client here's what the metric is that I have to hit in its entirety to work backwards. My first figure was a hundred grand. So I, I made a video the other day on that. It's 83, 33 a month. Mm -hmm. And then you work that back per week, per, per appointment, per whatever. And then I was like, I only gotta make, you know, yeah. these three appointments work. That's exactly what we do is and you start at the top and break that, it down. if you don't do that, then you don't have it. So then you're flying by the seat of your pants. Yeah, and I think that's a huge mistake I've made and anybody's made it. And at, at every entrepreneur is out there cranking and hustling you guys might be doing that out there you guys who are listening you guys might be out there just taking action i think that's good but i think you have to sometimes take a step back and be an engineer yeah. recalibrate i love that you yeah. know recalibrate because otherwise what are you doing right we yeah. did that the other day we, we shot that we're at 15. Mm -hmm. brit said right is it is it good or is it bad good. The, the show so far are you learning anything i'm learning what did you pick up good. so far Probably people's misconceptions of entrepreneurship. What, yeah. yeah. What about like you, Nate? Yeah, I would say the same. You've thing. learned some of those lessons. Yeah. There's times where I thought it was gonna just. You know, like yeah. You said like if you have the, the name, you guess people are gonna buy from you. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. exactly. He's a right. he's a good story. Blake Blake's sitting in the audience, ladies. We don't have him mic'd up, but guy came in here a year ago and he wanted to do something uh, in the football space, and I'm he wanted to just meet with me, right? Pick my brain. Yeah. I was like, I'll do it if I can work with you because I don't really like just picking the brain. I'd like to be involved in different people because I know I can't do everything on my own, but it could help what I'm doing. So we started doing it together. Students work with hundreds of athletes. That's amazing. Hundreds. Just help each other, integrate like help, He's together. helped these kids like yeah. big time. Kids who didn't have like dads or this, that, and the other, and that's in one, like not even a full year. Yeah, so, I mean, that's pretty cool to be able to see that, but, we, but I was able to kind of help him 
fast forward like maybe a decade yeah. of yeah. not understanding the numbers and then kids are coming in their parents and they're st they're stroking big checks yeah for these guys to play rather than shooting for smaller targets so i think that's important just kind of go back to that always and just make sure people have their numbers right it's entrepreneurship if you don't get that yeah what else are you basing it on? It's the groundwork. Well, you got to know you got to know what you're doing and if it's working or not. You know, otherwise, if you don't have those numbers in place, there's no check. You know, you yeah. can't say what I was doing last month was working better than the month before. You know. Yeah, and that's where. So, like Gary Vaynerchuk, you guys know. Mm. I think everybody should have like a love hate relationship with Gary because he'll put out stuff that's one thing, and then he'll put stuff out that's the complete opposite. Like, it's not all about the money, and it's not all about this and that. That's just putting people out of business. But then I'll say, you, you, everyone should make a hundred grand because you can go sling garbage on the internet. You know what I mean? In arbitrage, it's kind of like one of those things. Like, and then, but then I'll say on the weekends, everybody should be working if you're living for the weekend. Yeah. You know, so it's this big contradiction. So I feel like there's a whole, a whole generation of entrepreneurs now that are younger, like you guys, kind of in that, yeah. in that. And then you you hear some of that stuff, you almost don't know which way to go. Right. Don't care what That's people true. think. Right. Like if you've ever, ever read his book, he'll say, "I I don't care what anyone says. I don't give a you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. You know, I don't get. I don't care about it. And then the next sentence immediately after that is, "I genuinely care about what everyone says about me." Right. I think it's more so like he doesn't he doesn't care about what everybody thinks because he's not going to let their opinions dictate what his decision is. But, but he does care. But he does care because he doesn't reverse engineer their thoughts to create new content. Create he always new says exactly. that like I make my content based on the comment section of my previous exactly. content. Exactly. But he know? always says don't get caught up in the numbers. And yeah. I think that that's. I think the numbers. I think that's trash. And that's where Nick and I agree with you too. Yeah, I think you know I think that polar mindset works on a lot in a lot of ways. You know, it's like care about money because that's what keeps the lights on mm -hmm. but then don't care about money because you just want to be providing value to people it's, so it's, it's like you got to worry yeah. about both mm -hmm. you yeah know? and he said some things that i understand where you kind of got to have that you know 49 percent i'm taking 51 percent i'm giving so he's always giving more than he takes i get that but i think at the end of the day you gotta you gotta have your numbers right it can't be Everyone. the boys and girls club all the time. Yeah, for sure, for sure. That's what we told the athletes. We'd have big huddles of that, guys. If you're out here and you haven't paid, we're shipping you out. This ain't the boys and girls club. You know, right. this stuff costs money. For sure. And while you want to help people, you can't help people if you're broke. No, yeah, I agree. You got to help yourself. First. I mean, you can, but it's hard. It's going to be Wouldn't tough. Would you agree? Sure. I would agree. Would I, agree? I would say uh, when you're worried about money, it's really hard to be like, well, let me help you. And that's where young entrepreneurs, it's tough for us, is because. Like when I started, I didn't have any money, but I'm okay. going to help people. And that was really hard. Yeah, That for was sure. really hard. I agree with that too. But it's also a plus because you got nothing to lose. Right. So yeah, yeah. I can go serve everybody and give them everything I got. And then hopefully that just sticks with you. Like once nothing, you, do you don't have anything but time yeah. at the beginning. Yeah, let me yeah. give it, let me, give it. let me help you out. Yeah. So what questions would you guys have for me? And if, it, let's just put it for the listeners that are going to be listening to on your end. Yeah. My name is Brett Summers. I'm a strength and conditioning coach from right here in Milwaukee, born in Menominee Falls, grown up here, started this business from nothing. Uh, this is my 11th year. So we're starting that off now, starting to scale out, add team. We got people here. We're trying to do stuff in the media stuff and trying to scale it, grow, open more locations, and then venture into other different fields that we see as being a little bit more lucrative than the situation we've been in. So my job is always to get out and meet new people and put us in a position to where everybody can thrive and then have these guys they might be she might be shooting videos but hopefully she's delegating that to somebody else or growing and expanding Absolutely. so our thought i always tell them i wish i was writing bigger i want to write you guys bigger checks i want to add more people to the staff and i think we will my job is to create the opportunity 
like in the real estate situation and then create those opportunities and then say, hey, you guys own a digital media agency. What are you guys really doing? Like, is it blowing up or right. do you guys want to come partner up right. and we do a bunch of stuff together? For you know sure. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I always leave the door open for everybody. You know, I like people who want to do it on their own, but eventually, you got to don't team regardless. You're either going to have to build your own team or you can just build one massive team and, and scale out. But yeah. I mean, I don't think Facebook started with just one person, right? Right. How right. many people were in there at the ground? Like, who's the guy who was with Napster? And got paid off of that. Do you guys even know what no, Napster is? No, I remember Napster. I remember. Yeah. I don't know that well though. Justin Timberlake played him in the in the Zuckerberg movie. Did you guys ever see Facebook the movie? I don't, I don't know. Watch watch it. Watch you guys movie. didn't watch the Facebook movie? <laughs> 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 you guys want to be entrepreneurs? I should be. I should be. I've never seen it. It's Did you guys watch the, the Steve Jobs movies? Nope. The Justin Bieber movie? Yes. Nope. You watched <laughs> What was that one called? Justin Bieber movie. It was like. Oh. Those are like the best movies of entrepreneurship of all time. Justin, Good. you didn't watch the Justin mm -hmm. Bieber? Dude. Uh, Need you, huh? Dude, you want to talk about hustle. The Biebs. They, they have videos the of him sitting outside the coffee shops yeah. just banging. Yeah. Same That's with wild. Ed Sheeran. Ed Sheeran used to do that mm -hmm. too in the middle of the street. That's hustle. That's how you That's what it. entrepreneurship is. You guys got to watch that. What are you guys doing? Yeah, I, mean, I know you I'm shouldn't have to watch movies, movies, but watch you're not watching. That's, yeah. That's working when you watch that because yeah. you're going to learn things off of those movies. Um, but even Facebook, it started with several people. That's why they all picked up so much dough. For sure. You got to have a bunch of people. They didn't write all the code. 20? Cool. So what? any yeah. questions you guys would have for me? Yeah. Because um, I know you wanted to grab coffee. I didn't know if there were some specifics oh, you yeah, had in mind. Sure. Or? I just wanted to pick your brain a little bit. I mean, you know, initially you sparked my interest because you're really one of the only businesses around here that um, actually has an in-house content team and, you know, values organic content. Yep. Uh, so you sparked my interest in that and, you know, I really just wanted to pick your brain on how that's uh, played out in your business and, uh, you know. It's, it's math. It's so important. Mm -hmm. It's just one of those things. I hired them before I would hire other positions because I think it's just so important. We see it. If we're not doing what we need to do, because now the second that you disappear even for a day, the engagement of, of their clients and your customers, especially in this business, because they need that daily motivation. Mm -hmm. For sure. Or that, because sometimes they don't want to go to the gym. Right. Not everybody wants to go to the gym every day. And if you don't put, if, like how many people have come in here and they go, oh, I saw your video. And I'll have guys come in like when it's about to close and be like, I saw your video today where you're calling, because I'll just call people out. Yeah. I'm like, you guys, you know, rookies and scrubs and taking days off. And I just put it out there because that's how I feel, especially with these people. They know, like our business culture is like when you walk through the doors, I make fun of you. You know what I mean? For sure, yeah. But I don't make fun of you because I'm against you. I make fun of you because I'm with you. So it's like they... You know, it's kind of a weird, I don't know why people even come take the abuse, <laughs> yeah, but it's because yeah, yeah. I'm with them. Like if they don't come in for a while, I let them, I hit them, you yeah. know, I hit them hard. And I hope somebody would do that to me if all of a sudden I'm talking all big, like I'm going to do something and I don't do it, which yeah. a lot of people do. Somebody should call you out on it. Big part of your business is you know, accountability for sure. I usually call myself out so hard. I'm like, if I do something wrong, I can't believe I did it or didn't do it. And I won't let myself off the hook. So it's my job to do that with other people. But if we don't put the videos and these things out, which are easy. Especially, like you said, if we batch it, it's a big deal. Yeah, yeah, for and if sure. you batch it, you do it right, a bunch of other stuff can come off that, B-roll it, 60-second it, you know, do some yeah. quote, whatever it is what it is. But it's yeah. so important, and I don't understand why other businesses don't do it, and then they have this stale 
and then when they do do it, it's stale. Stale. I think that's a dangerous like. I think content is like either you're all in or you're all out, in my opinion. Because yeah. it's like realistically, either you're going to commit to it and you're going to show up every day and you're going to provide value every day and it's going to be known and it's going to be consistent. Or to your point, you know, a lot of the other, I'll even reference fitness businesses around here, put out the same kind of pictures day in and day out, and it's stale and it's the same thing. It's not this, you know, it's, they're not varying anything. So it's like. At that rate, you might as well just spend your time doing something else if yeah. you're just going to put out that stale stuff. Yeah. You know, it's like if you're going to go all in, then go all in. And here's the big thing. And you guys are in the digital agency. And this is for a lot of you guys out there, too. A lot of entrepreneurs, they think that by putting out one video, they should be able to see an ROI on the video ha. and the time ha. that they put into it. And they go, well, what's my ROI? Branding's the ROI. Being in front of people is the ROI. Getting, like having somebody see what you're doing. Like when I first started doing these just a few weeks ago, or even, like I was putting videos out, when you, how, how old are you, when were you born? 1983. Okay, and you were? 94. <clears throat> 94? Yep. And you were born in? 93. Dang, so like, in 2007 and eight, I was shooting videos. Yeah, so we were like, I was like what, 14? Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Before it was cool, but if nobody sees what you're doing, it doesn't matter. Right. So when I put these things out, people would come and say, oh, I saw your video. You'd be surprised. I bet you guys have had it where somebody goes, hey, I saw your video. Dude, all the time. You know it's what huge. I mean? And, and it, it may not be a million people, but if the right person sees it, right. who cares? And I think that's where the businesses, Dude. you guys have the problem out there is you guys are thinking that every time you put something out or take the time to do something, that it should automatically generate 20 grand. Oh, dude, it's so funny. It's people always, people are so focused on putting out like this exact perfect content, this perfect piece of content. It yeah. needs to be so well laid out. If I said the, even like microly with the wrong little thing, we're not putting it out yeah. there. It's like the game yeah. is the game is quantity. Yeah, like, the internet is so saturated. It's like however much quantity you can put out with as high quality as possible. Boom, like right that's now, the hey, game. hey everybody, hey, I'm shooting a video up here with Nick Urso. Hey, yeah, we're talking Jeff. quantity versus quality. Quantity's quantity game. versus quality. Out. It's good stuff. Content. We got Britster in the building. What's we got up? Blake in the background. We got about 18 cameras set up. Hey, it's Friday. What are you guys doing? Drop a comment. Let me know. Best answer wins what? 20, 30, 100 bucks? 20 grand. 20 grand. Oh, I don't know about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that. <laughs> Drop us a comment. Boom, there's, there's a video. Just like that. <laughs> it's out. And it's out. That's how you do it. That's how you do it. You keep up Mike on the story and then you put out as much. What's my ROI on that? Who cares? That's Branding, the dumbest. That's, right? that's stupid. That's stupid. That's why, Blake, you putting out videos and I'm like, remember what I said the other day? I'm like, do you put any videos? And you're like, oh, not since. What was it? It was Tuesday, and you said not since the other day? Yeah, it was like two, two days. I'm like, dude, you should be hitting that thing. Yeah, that's the game. Pillage in that account. Story. It's, yeah, a long, yeah. it's a long-term play, too, though. It's so you guys, do you guys run into that? <laughs> What's that? With, with, when you're trying to sell your deal to someone? My thing is if I don't put out content, how am I going to go and sell digital strategy to somebody? Yeah. Yeah, do you guys sell digital strategy to people? I mean, we do for much, for much for what we do. Like our main focus is like paid advertising. So that's like. Oh, you do the back end. So stuff. Facebook's big on like we're big on Facebook, uh, a little bit of Instagram, but like it's all pay to play now. Do you, you know? shoot the video? Uh, we can, we do. We have shot like a lot of the videos. Otherwise, we have creators that shoot for us too. Do you understand their sales model to where the stuff you put out there could actually? evoke a reaction or a click funnel absolutely or that's the thing is my our thing is uh you know i always tell nick i'm in i'm in marketing because it's the closest title there is to business grower if there's a business grower title i would be that but okay. marketing is the closest second so yeah. for me if i'm working with a client and we're running paid ads if they're not getting returned yeah. month over month like more than what they're paying us they're not we're not winning yeah. you know so what's your pitch pitch me real quick it only takes you what 60 seconds 60 seconds 60 right. second pitch let's hear it all right Brad. here's what we're gonna do we're gonna come into your gym 
and we're going to create a full-on paid digital advertising strategy for your business. Now, okay. what we're going to do is we're going to talk about what your consumer needs. Consumers in the fitness space probably need a couple things. They probably need accountability. They probably need some coaching. They probably need exercise, and they probably want to know what to eat so they can get the right results, right? Right. So what we're going to do is we're going to create a six-week challenge for you. These okay. people are going to see the six-week challenge on their Facebook feed. It's going to give them everything that they need, accountability, nutrition, and coaching, and we're going to charge uh, you know, I don't know what your gym membership is. I don't really care right now. But what we're going to do is we're going to charge four hundred dollars for that six weeks. So right. they're going to get in six weeks. You're going to get accountability, nutrition, and coaching, and we're right. going to run that as a Facebook ad. You're going to pay us out X amount of dollars a month. But I guarantee that if you follow up with the leads consistency, you know your business owner, you know how to follow up with people, right. that you will make more money month over month than you pay us out for marketing. Okay. And you'll get people in here at six week challenges at four hundred dollars. And your membership is probably quite a bit less than that for a monthly membership. So just because they paid the 400, they automatically have enough money to probably continue paying the membership with you on term. How much does it cost? For our services? Yeah. So we usually do 1,500 plus ad spend, right? So okay. 1,500 plus ad spend. So realistically, we usually say- 1,500 a month. 1,500 a month plus ad spend. So it'd be 500 bucks. We usually say it'd be anywhere 500 and 1,000 in ad spend. But realistically, so say you did spend 1,000 in ad spend, your investment's 2,500. You close six clients at $400, you've literally got six free clients in your door. Not a bad pitch. Not a bad pitch. Kind of reminds me of what David was doing a little bit. Yeah. Except you did it in 60 seconds and he was in there for a while. For we half like, half I half like half. David too, but I think he was just getting started. He was, yeah, David was for so sure. So respect yeah. because he's just getting rolling. Absolutely. Um, I like that. So that's what you guys do. But I would just clarify in there, like, are you shooting the videos? Are you creating the storyline of yeah, the video? Absolutely. Are you shooting an interview? And that was one of person? our big value propositions when we first started too. Is like we're local, so we can have these yeah. touch points. And we like I don't like running stock footage. And as yeah. you guys know, create custom content yeah. for the business. So. And you guys do. And you guys do thirty. Dang, we're at thirty. See, you guys called it. We'd go along. A little like bit. It. There's some good stuff in here. Britt's pissed because it's going to take forever to export. <laughs> um, <laughs> She's like, hurry up. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> but I think that you guys got to think about the next play mm -hmm. out of the fitness For sure. Space. Yeah. Because it will make you have to solve a bigger problem. Definitely. And when you have to solve a bigger problem, you'll come up with new solutions and you'll expand what you've already done. And that will even make the fitness thing better if you're still doing it for sure but imagine if you close a deal for 200 grand oh, right yeah. that's the move you look at yeah, yeah i said he's like he was like oh that's yeah a, that's, that's the, the goal that's you know goal. you close yeah, a deal for 200 not that there's wrong where you started but i think you should be thinking about that for sure you guys think about that ever like absolutely. Well, and then even that small like what if i closed a million dollar deal yeah absolutely and i think it's one of those things like do you want a team how would that be and then because yeah, yeah. then you'd be like dang we should have had a team right. you know yeah. and then who do you have on your team that's actually capable of executing at that level right because you don't want a bunch of rookies running around exactly. the shop. so that's so where i'm thinking that the whole like you know, you guys are doing it. We're doing it. Like David, like that's what I kept. I'm like, you know, why are you doing it? Why do people want? Do you guys want to do it just by yourselves? No, love I that don't. Team. Yeah, yeah. You love know, that team. or what if somebody else set the camera up for you today? That's the move. It's just like you start, you grow out enough, and you start buying back your time. And it's like you find people to buy back. Like she's probably a better creator than you are. No offense. She is no, now. But that's she why, is that's now. Why yeah, she's she here, is. Right? She is better. And it's to buy back your time. Maybe right. you're the same level of creator, but you're still buying back. But your I think time. the important thing for you guys out there is to realize this. They did it. They set their cameras up. They learned what the A7 is. And, That's and true. we go, me and That's him are true. going back and forth on Instagram when we're yeah, talking yeah, about yeah. mirrorless and, right. the, and the Lumix and all that. And I knew how to edit. So when Britt came in, she didn't know what it was going on in Adobe. That's awesome. She didn't know how to cut and then drop audio. That's really, that's and super so interesting. So I would take her and I'd show her and be like, here's, but I learned it. Yeah, so you now, could do I want to learn that? Is, is that like my, is that my mm -hmm. gift? 
No, but the fact that you did it. But I did it. Now I can communicate with her. Absolutely. So now that's, I understand the game. That's so. Made that's pivotal, dude. I remember walking this exact table out here to shoot videos yeah. last year. Yeah. By myself, no one's here. For sure. That was just last year. Absolutely. Yeah, and that's how I look at our stuff too. Is like you got to walk the walk. Yeah. To talk to talk. Eventually. But then get around people who will say, well, "How are you thinking bigger?" Yeah. And because I was always doing things alone, nobody was ever around me to ask me that. Yeah. So First that's like that. the thing is always getting who the lady I'm with this morning. We were talking. Um, her mortgage on that deal that we were at was two hundred grand a month. That's kind of that's kind of a big deal. Those it are the is, kind of people enough. you want to be around, right? Yeah. So while you guys are trying to pick my brain, two hours ago I'm picking someone else's brain. You know For what sure. I mean? And yeah. I think those are the kind of people you want to be around because they're humble enough to say, I might be able to help you guys a little bit, but just remember that I'm getting information from the next person right. over. So I'm with you guys. I'm still learning. I may be a few years ahead. So you're like I'm trying to do it like you. Now nah, we're all doing it. You guys are doing it. What you guys are doing? I see your stuff. That's why I comment on it because I like it and that's what people should do but a lot of people are so weird on social media. Right, for you, sure. You ever comment on somebody's thing they have no likes, they got like 16 likes, they got no comments and you comment like an engage, like you ask them a question and all they do is click the heart button. I know. They don't even, that's they don't even respond. We yeah. talk about that a lot. It's like social oh media is the phone book. You can, the phone book, think about a phone book. You can meet people. Right? You, if you have a phone book in front of you, you can thumb through pages all you want but unless you, put, you pick up the phone and call somebody and start a relationship, it means nothing. That's what social media is. Right. 35, Brits getting pissed. <laughs> it's, it's just, I think that that's an important thing. And I think this is a big thing for all you guys out there. All you want to be entrepreneurs, I think that's good that you want to do it. Just remember, if you're starting a business, eventually you're going to have to get in front of people. Mm -hmm. You're going to have to talk to people. You're going to have to communicate with people. You're going to have to do what I did this morning. I didn't ask, I went and I leased an apartment this morning. I'm not, I don't, I've never done it. Yeah, yeah. I just, I sent a text, I was like, can I come lease a, a space today? And I took somebody through, I walked them, and I had them pull out cash to lease an apartment. That wasn't my apartment, and I'm not on the payroll. Right. I just asked them to do it, and then that led to another opportunity. Right. So who does that? But I had to get in front of people, and I had to be confident to do that. And I think you need to meet people. I think you need people need to use social media to talk to people Absolutely. and build relationships. Yep. She was selling some stuff on the internet yesterday, and people were asking questions. I was like, FaceTime them, FaceTime them. Yeah. Walk them through, sell everything in here. Right. And she just looked at me and laughed. I'm like, I just be, just because then you meet someone. Absolutely. Yeah, it's just changing the sales avenue. It, cha you know? it changes the, the dynamic of the relationship Absolutely. a little bit. That's why I like meeting you guys too, and who knows what we could do in the future. For sure. I always basically end anytime with somebody like, who knows, but we could do something. Absolutely. Love it. You know, appreciate you having us. Yeah, I appreciate you guys being on here. Anything else you guys want to add to, to your listeners, our listeners? Man. Any encouraging words out there to these guys and gals? Stay consistent. And gals. Just start, start, keep learning, get in place, get in touch with people who have already done the things that you want to do and just reach out. It's always going to be a no until you ask. So avoid that. Reach out area. to Brett. We're talking today. You know, he wanted to get coffee. I'm like, let's shoot a podcast. Even, nice. even better. Win-win. <laughs> It goes a little bit long, but I think everybody out there, you got to have a couple of things. You got to have the humility and you got to take, you got to have the confidence, which is weird, right? You got to be confident enough to go out there and talk to people and meet people and start things and do things, but you have to have the humility. Even when you've been doing it for 11 years, nobody cares about that. Right. Like it sounds cool, but who cares about 11 years if I don't do something today, tomorrow? It's Friday, right? <laughs> it's Tuesday for you guys that are seeing this, but technically it's Friday and we're shooting all these today. We're going to shoot for three or four hours. We're gonna get it all done now. We we could be chilling right now. Yeah, 
But that's not the that's not the play. That's not the game. That's not the play. What is it? All money in, no money out. It's the no Nipsey Hustle <laughs> slogan yeah. of the day. Nipsey Hustle. Get out there, be humble, but also have the confidence to go out there. And if you don't always know what you're doing, I, at least the space, I didn't know what I'm doing. Leave your ego at the door, right? It is what it is. Just got to go out there and do stuff. Absolutely. Anything from you? Jeff's closing words. We got to get it. Oh, man. Close closing them out. words, man. Be, I think just like be consistent no matter what you're doing. Like, it's the next point you got to start, but unless you're willing to put in the time every day. And like, I guess one thing that we didn't really touch on, but like, you know, Focus on your schedule. Like, look at what you're doing every day. Like, being busy is not being productive. You know, engineering school taught us to be busy, but like, just because you're busy doesn't mean you're moving your bottom line. So, like, make sure you're busy in the right sections and just keep making those relationships, and it's gonna play out for you. I like that. I like that. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us here on the Top Line Entrepreneur. What is your guys' show? Do you have Positive it? Input Podcast. The yep. Positive Input Podcast. Make sure you guys follow it. Are you guys on Stitcher, Google, Pretty much everywhere. Anchor. Yeah. You guys can follow it anywhere. Make sure you subscribe, comment. Can you comment on that online? I'm not sure you can rate, rate it. Can you yeah, rate give it? Us a, give us a rating. Yeah. Give, give a rating. Only. It doesn't matter, even yeah. if they don't like it. Yeah, give me the a rating star. still helps that somebody's watching it. Yeah, right. So if you hate it, if you love it, it doesn't matter to us as long as you guys like and subscribe and listen to the show. Um, we're glad that you guys could join us. If you guys have any questions, hit us up. These guys are great guys. They're right in Milwaukee. So if you're an entrepreneur around here and you're starting a business or you have an existing business and you want to generate some leads, whether that is a gym or maybe a hair salon or something sure. like that, because it's kind of similar, right? Absolutely. Um, these guys can help you out quite a bit. Maybe you'll see them in the Top Shop in the future. We should see. We shall see. Definitely. Thank you guys. Have a good one.